This is Laree Daniel Favors, and welcome to The Hub. doctor. He is an actual doctor, uh, don't get mistaken by the title, uh, who after incurring his own injury while playing professional football decided to do what everybody does when they're professionally injured. He went to medical school. And after going to medical school and realizing the limitations of the, the American Western medical structures, he realized that CBD has a lot of potential benefits and not necessarily all could be realized in the traditional hospitals. So he went out uh, to conquer the world and conquer he has. Dr. Damas, it is always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for being with us today. The crowd goes wild. They love me. They really do. They love me. They, they do. And they love you so much that they have promised me they are not going to wait to the it's end of the moment to call at 866-801-8255, 866-801-TALK, because they know by now that it is really important to show up on time. Yeah. <laughs> so they get those questions in. So, folks, uh, make sure that you do that. If you hear throughout the conversation questions that you have or that arise for you, please be sure to give us a call. And don't wait to the last five minutes because y'all be y'all love to do that. Although they're getting yeah. better, Dr. Thomas. Yes, 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 they are. Speaking yes. of calls, yes. I would like to give a shout out to you oh. and the audience. Yes, because okay. um, we've gotten calls from the office uh, from so many listeners who are like, I listened to you on the show and this is what's going on. And it is like so heartwarming and it's incredible. Mm. Like, how you've reached people like you, you have no idea obviously you're not having these calls with me but they're calling us and we're getting the calls and we're able to hear their stories and what they're going through and it's incredible um specifically because it's our people like it's our people and they be going through some stuff with the meta western medical system so i would like to say shout out to you Lurie, for giving this platform, giving me this platform to speak to our people and all the listeners who have been listening like uh, loyally, like for real, for real. And, um, you know, and calling the office and, and asking us for help, you know, because that's what we're here for. So shout outs, because I had some calls this week that just filled my heart with joy that I can't like, I can't tell you the details, but it was just like, wow, you know, I can't believe this is happening. So shout out to y'all. I, I'm so great. Well, I'm going to continue the shout out love paying forward. I'm going to shout out. I'm going to invoke Karen in this conversation because you and I first met on Karen Hunter's show and right. she knew that I was doing a, had a regular flower to the people segment. And she was like, I think that because at the in fact, it was at healthy, wealthy wise. That's right. It was at healthy, wealthy wise. We were like, we, we need to we need to do, we need to do something. Yeah. We need to and so I, I'm so grateful because she is truly the architect and we call yeah. her. <laughs> then I don't think people realize just how much uh, influence she has and capacity to really in, in, a, in a way that goes beyond just putting good people together, but really creating an infrastructure around ensuring that good people are in each other's presence and are able to collaborate in ways that can benefit communities. So you shout me out. I'm going to shout her out. And we yeah. just the love train going. And I'm, we also going to shout out Urban View because Urban View, I tell you what, what? Urban View goes up. 
I had folks at my event last night who was traveling from other states to come, and they were like, I heard about it on Urban View. So I'm just saying Urban View is an amazing audience, and those of you out there in the world uh, who don't value this audience, you are missing it. Yes, you are. Big time. All this juicy goodness for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dr. Thomas, are you traveling this summer? Are you you going to be Uh, going out? It is so, you know, so uh, summertime is the biggest travel time of the year outside of the Christmas holidays um, because school is out for all the parents and all that good stuff and people take their vacation time. So I have been traveling. We just spent a week in Orlando with me and my sons. Wore me out. (laughs) Wore me out a little bit, right? Um, Got to visit with some family. We are going to New York this weekend, visit my pops. Uh, We're going to be going to Buffalo for Bill's alumni weekend in July. We're going to do some college tours. So we got a, we got a whole summer full of travel plans um, like everyone else. And so, you know, that's why I wanted to talk, touch upon this subject because I do have problems sleeping. So when I travel, I got to travel with my medicine and I do it. I, I like to work out. And so I got aches and pains. So when I travel as well, I want to make sure that I keep a healthy routine, not get myself all jacked up. And so traveling with my medicine is really important with me. And, you know, I have a lot of patients that call and ask about traveling with CBD, THC, is it safe? What are the rules? What are the regulations? So I was like, you know, this is a really important topic, especially this time of year. It is. And, you know, one of the things that makes it so complicated is that cannabis is still a plant that is not authorized at the federal level. So we have sort of a state-by-state approach to cannabis rules. So whether it's THC or, and and, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Domus, I believe CBD hemp, well, hemp is authorized, hemp is legal everywhere. Is that correct? So that's where you get into the weeds and stuff. If hemp is completely the weeds, ah, you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so if you hemp is completely legalized as a result of the Farm Bill in 2019, so hemp and hemp derivative products are completely. So CBD is a molecule within hemp plants, and it's also within cannabis or marijuana plants. And so for those who are just catching up, the cannabis plant has hemp as like a a related species, as a cousin species. And the difference being marijuana and hemp is that hemp grows to have around 1% THC by, you know, by content in it. So it's very low THC, making it completely legal because that's what they're legislating is the amount of THC. So if you get products that are made from hemp, CBD products made from hemp, they're completely legal all throughout the country. CBD products that come from marijuana are state specific. So that's one of the things people should understand that you can go, for example, and buy CBD products from a dispensary and dispensary sourced the CBD from a marijuana plant. Now, once you derive the product from a marijuana plant that comes under marijuana legislation, marijuana laws. Once you source the CBD from hemp, now you're under those laws. Now, in terms of the physical impact of CBD, and just as a reminder again, folks, we got to say this every single time, CBD, even if it's from marijuana, is not the component that will get you high. Correct. CBD- 
component that will allow for the other benefits that a lot of folks who often get high think is the high, but it's really the CBD. So the, the right. THC will get you high, but the CBD will allow for a variety of other benefits, the, the, the pain regulation, uh, sleep uh, support, and things that you've been talking with us about uh, for, for months now, Dr. Damas. Question for you, though. The CBD, if I'm consuming CBD from hemp as opposed to CBD from, from marijuana, is there a physiological difference in my experience, or is it going to basically allow me to experience the same benefits regardless of which plant it comes same from? Same benefits. Good question. So ba same benefits regardless of where you source it from. But obviously, if you get it from marijuana sources, it's usually combined or in a product that has higher levels of THC. So automatically there, you've got to be really, really kind of judicious as a consumer to make sure that these products that you have have lower levels of THC because, you know, you would probably be buying it from someone who's growing marijuana dispensary or something, and they're growing plants with high amounts of THC. They're going to make products that have that THC in it because that's what they grew the plant for in the first place. Whereas when somebody's growing hemp, they're specifically growing low THC plants for the purposes of producing low THC products, which are federally compliant, right? And so that's the number one thing, very important. So now I know your products, which I've I've been able to to sample several of them. I think you you know my favorite is Rolliver. Yeah, Rolliver. You roll it on at your little spot and just wait a second and then whew, all right. Uh, you've got the I know the the Mother's Day pack that you yeah. had was really good for helping to regulate sleep. I know a lot of folks appreciated that. I know because they told me. Uh, nice. So are your products derived from cannabis from marijuana or are your products hemp derived or do you have a, a variety of products? So my products are hemp derived only. Um, so in the state of Florida, we have a medical marijuana law, for example. So we're one of like, I think there are 41 states now that have a medical marijuana law. And so basically in order to have anything that's above 0.3% THC in products, you have to get that from a dispensary, which means you have to get a doctor to qualify you for a condition. So I cannot legally um, prescribe and dispense Right. So that would be like me, you know, like, hey, you need some Percocets, which I just happen to have right in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, right over here. You know, do you need some morphine? We just happen to have it right here. So so we don't do it. But that happens actually. They had an enact law. So curiously enough, physicians in, in Florida, you still can in certain places. You can be a, a dispensing practitioner. You can write a prescription and dispense it in your practice. But so our products only come from him. Um, and I like it that way because that's predominantly what we do and specialize in um, because that high THC stuff is not, a, is not appropriate for all people, right. all times of the day and all uses. And so we find that CBD is more of the lane that we like to stay in. We do treat people with, with THC and we write prescriptions for that, but kind of stay on the CBD side because that's more of kind of like most people that come to us are looking for alternatives, are looking for, let's say, all day alternatives, right? Like, hey, listen, bro, my body's in pain all day. I need something that's gonna you know, keep me focused and alert. Or I just don't want to be high all day. It's not my thing. I was never really a person. I don't enjoy that sensation. Or there's a time and a place. So we find it. So we stay on the hemp side of things. 
And then we, we label, if you notice that, so one of the things that people should be aware of, when you travel with your products, they should be labeled hemp derived. It's gotta have that on the label. Okay. If it doesn't have that on the label, then yeah. we don't know, we don't know, right? So specifically, it seems like a small thing, but it's important because if you're buying a product from a manufacturer that hasn't taken those steps, then you can already tell that that product is not a high quality product because they're not dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's. So first of all, any CBD product should say that it comes from him. That's really important to know. And Dr. Damas, I'm going to have to just do it, uh, take a programming note. Actually, two things. Number one, that story you just told about it. Here's some morphine I just happen to have over here. You reminded me of when I was having our first child and we were at a birthing center and we went there because they sp- we knew that there were no drugs, right? I wanted to have a natural birth. There were no drugs. But I was in labor like 22 hours. And at one point, like around hour 18, the midwife is like, well, we have this little thing here. I was like, you've got drugs? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> now, I didn't want drugs. I was able to successfully not get the drugs. It just shocked me because the whole time I was in in their treatment and for prenatal care, they were like, "We don't have any medicinals here, so you really have to be committed to like the natural birthing process." And at a certain point, they was like, "Let me just go to this little cabinet behind all on the other side." Drugs. <laughs> Fortunately, I was I did not have to actually rely on them, uh, but it was it was it reminded me of that moment. But Dr. Thomas, I have to interrupt programming here just to let folks know the Supreme Court did what we knew the Supreme Court was going to do. They just yeah. did affirmative action. I'm seeing this coming across the screen right now. This is a complete detour from cannabis, yeah. but uh, they struck down affirmative action along the lines of the white Christian nationalist Federalist Society Fed Sock six. It was a six to three decision. Apparently, Katanji Brown Jansen, uh, Jackson handed them all the words. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor handed them all the words. They both dissented, of course. Uh, and, and let me actually, Michael Harriet has something to say here, which I just want to share with folks briefly before we get back to this topic. And we will explore this judicial decision mm. further tomorrow. Uh, but Michael Harriet said, before you begin your think piece, the Supreme Court did not strike down affirmative action. Admissions preferences for legacies, donors, employee fam- families, and special recommendations are still allowed. The court struck down a affirmative action for everyone except white people. And that, to me, is the most accurate description of what I believe is going to uh, be in this opinion, which I have not yet read, but I will. And we will discuss this in earnest tomorrow. So just wanted to let folks know. Uh, And shout out to Elena Paul, uh, my pre-law advisor who decades ago told me affirmative action wouldn't be around when I was applying to law school. So she encouraged me to apply to lower tier schools and then fourth tier schools that had no real rejection rates. Because without knowing my grades, without knowing anything about me, I was a walk-in student. She just decided this black girl wasn't going to be smart. You're going to make it. (laughs) Wasn't going to make it. Wasn't going to make it. Shout out to her. She was a few decades off, but affirmative action did, in fact, fall for everyone except white people on this day. So we will mark this uh, and as a moment in time, and we will definitely explore this more in tomorrow's show. We won't have the capacity to do so today. I'm not going to be talking about judicial opinions I haven't actually read. Uh, So I just wanted to let folks know that that has happened. So be on the lookout for tomorrow's conversation about that. Now, Dr. Damas, that revelation about the Supreme Court means I may have, there may be a whole lot more people calling you for some CBD because of the stress, right? Like (laughs) of what the Supreme Court is doing. Oh God, they're killing us. I got, you know, I got a 17 year old that's applying to schools next year. Um, And so we, we've had these discussions actually. So it's actually, you know, in my life, it's something that uh, affects us. Um, But I will tell you this on a side note that I've been having conversations with him about um, looking to HBCUs. Because when, oh, yes. oh, yes. when I left 
and I was leaving high school, I wasn't uh, exposed to that, right? So I was like, actually, I was, I was straight, uh, you know, steered away from it. So I was told like, hey, listen, dude, you know, you should go to these schools. Those schools are going to provide you the education or the athletics that you need. So I never even had a chance, mm. like from any adult that was like helping me out to be like, hey, man, these are an option for you. I never even had a chance to wow. consider them. So I've been telling my son, don't fall for the, you know, don't fall for the okie doke. You can get a very, very good education and a network of alumni and stuff that, like, I'm not in. Like, I went to Hofstra University in New York. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I said, yeah, I went to Hofstra, but you know, I don't have that kind of love and passion or alumni network that you yeah. can get from HB. So I don't have that experience, you know. Which I down here in Florida, especially the FAMU people, the Rattlers, boy, they be oh, they be rolling thick. <laughs> yeah. My brother went, he ended up at FAMU. He was in, he served in the military. And so it took okay. him an extended period of time to get his education because he was, he was in Afghanistan, Iraq, and, you know, he had been, had multiple deployments. And by the time he came back, he was like, all right, I'm going to FAMU. And we were so excited. I was like, one of us gets an HBCU experience. So, yeah, exactly. so yeah, we actually, and check, tell your son, yeah, we completely steered from CBD. But we yeah, right. We have, we have a caller on the line too. So we're going to get to you, Brenda, just a moment, but make sure you and your son check out Paula Dofat uh, from the HBCU money guide. We had her on earlier this week. She was phenomenal. And she has all this information for families who are trying to ensure that their children get an elite education at HBCUs without graduating with a lot of debt. So make sure you and Junior check that out. Uh, nice. Some great information. But all right, let, let's get back to CBD. Now that yes, let's get back. All reason to need more of it. <laughs> we actually have a caller, uh, Brenda, and then once we get done with this call, I want to go through kind of the, the, the your instructions for us, your suggestions yeah. for us about how we travel safely and ensure that the medicinals that we incorporate in our day-to-day -day lives are able to travel safely with us. Uh, Brenda on line one, Brenda from New York, thank you so much for calling this morning. What would you like to say? Hey, good morning. First of all, I just love you. You are so awesome. Thank you. And um, you educate us on everything. Um, my question is, and I was always mad because they're talking about you, uh, he was, Dr. Thomas is on, you were talking about the men, the men, the men. I'm like, okay, talk about the women. So anyway, I had, um, <laughs> wait, now to be fair, Brenda, in Mother's Day and mother, month of May, it was all women, all, every time Dr. Thomas came on, he had another component talking about women. <laughs> it was extra heavy with men because, you know, Father's Day and all of that. So, so, but he, he does, he is an equal opportunity hemp educator. <laughs> so <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, I, I was in, I'm a nurse and I had injured my back and I had surgery. So they had to do a decompression, and then I have a um, fusion of my L3, um, 3, 4, and 5. So um, I'm, like, constantly in pain, and it was like, um, you know, so I had to go to, like, a PMA, so they didn't want to do a certain kind of meds, so we were doing Tramadol. And at that point, they didn't even want to do Tramadol, even though Tramadol barely was doing anything anyway. So um, they went put me on some amitriptyline, and I'm like, really? It did nothing to make me sleep. So um, now... They have me on gabapentin, 100 milligrams, um, BID in the morning and at night. Mm -hmm. But I, would, I need something or I want something because I like to exercise too. So this has been like, it's crazy because I'm trying to do everything to stay mobile. And um, I need something that's going to actually help. Mm. Nice. All right. So actually, she sounds like one of the people that should call the office uh, and we can get into the details of her situation. Um, so 
If you need to call the office, first of all, the number is 833-362-3262, 833-362-3262. So a couple of things, you've had instrumentation, so that means you've had procedures or you've had instruments in your body. And so anytime you've had surgery, you're gonna have a reaction to that. And that can be long-term and that's the inflammatory response, right? Something happened or something was in your body that shouldn't have been there. And then now your body's going to react to that. And so a good amount of your discomfort is gonna come from that. And then also you may have had some, some nerve uh, impingement or nerve damage. So we, I don't know that, we'd have to talk about it, but some of the pain and discomfort come from that. CBD is a very good anti-inflammatory you're looking at pain relievers like gabapentin. Gabapentin is not an anti-inflammatory. It's, it's an analgesic. It decreases the pain signal, right? So GABA is a neurotransmitter and it's an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It's the same neurotransmitter that benzodiazepines work on like Ativan, Xanax that either bring down your anxiety or put you to sleep. It's the same neurotransmitter that alcohol works on. That's why you start to get slurry or like you can pass out from drinking too much. And it also happens to be same neurotransmitter that CBD works on. So CBD is a direct agonist at uh, receptors for GABA. And so it will actually do the same thing in terms of decreased pain signals. So it can be a good option for you. Um, you can use CBD and someone who's using GABA, you probably you need higher amounts because you've been using a medication that's been hitting these receptors. And so usually when you're using these strong pharmaceuticals, they can require, they can desensitize the receptors and make it so that you need more. Um, so scientifically, they work on the same pathways, if that makes sense. So in, in layman's non-medical terms, uh -huh. Could, could could support her. Could support her, yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know, I like to give people the information. I do. I I like to like. Uh, sometimes I I get myself like all worked up with all the stuff that's going on in my mind. But I like to give people information. You could like eliminate the stuff that makes no sense to you, right? And like keep the stuff. <laughs> Oh, you got to get the details. All right. So Dr. Damas, we're getting another call on the line and I want to have, I really also want to get to this component about how yeah. we travel safely. I, but we do have a call that I think is relevant to, to what we're talking about overall. Uh, Daryl in Los Angeles on line two, what you're on with Dr. Damas. What would you like to say this morning? Hi, uh, good morning, doctor. Uh, good, good, good morning. morning. Uh, favorite. Good morning. I wanted to ask, I'm a truck driver. If using the CBD from hemp, would that give you a dirty test? Yeah, very good question. So I think we've discussed this a few times. So there are three categories of CBD products. You have full spectrum products. Full spectrum products have 0.3% THC in them. So over time, a month or two use of full spectrum CBD products will give you a positive drug test for THC. And you have the next level down is broad spectrum products, has everything in it that comes in the plant except for the THC. Those will not give you a test, a positive test. And then one step beneath that are isolates. Isolates mean they've taken everything out of the plant and eliminated that and only kept the CBD. Those are the least effective 
but they have nothing else but CBD. So as someone who will be drug tested or, you know, for some reason or another, shouldn't have THC in the system, we like to give our broad spectrum products or our isolates. And those are our gummy bears, for example. So we specifically have a category of products for people like that. So gummy bears, our gummy bears on our site have our broad spectrum. That means they have everything that the plant naturally comes with except the THC, all right? So don't take any full spectrum TH, uh, CBD products if you have a risk of uh, you know failing a drug test. And the gummies are yummy. So there's yeah, that. and they're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> vegan and yummy. So yeah. there's also that. So Dr. Damas, you know, you mentioned a number of the spaces that you and your, your family are going to be traveling this summer. And I'm recalling uh, several cases of folks who uh, had CBD products or actually question for you. If I say CBD, I'm by default not talking about THC. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So I, then that's the wrong use. I use the wrong phrase. Uh, some folks who traveled with products that contained THC, mm. which was legal in their home state, they drove through a state like, I don't know, say Mississippi and get pulled over. And mm. that product, which was perfectly legal in their home state, was absolutely illegal in the state where they were pulled over. And as a result, they ran into some trouble. So on the other side of the break, we're going to commercial break now. On the other side of it, I'd like for you to really take us through your your suggestions for how, if we are going to be traveling, we can safely do so in a way that's going to allow us to, to maintain our, our health, to maintain our access to the medicinals that we need, and maintain our behinds out of the clink, right? Because yeah. we don't want to travel. We don't want to go to which is where we, what, uh, prison we're talking about on the other side uh, or the second half of the show. Folks, we are going to head into a commercial break. I'm so glad. Urban View, y'all know, y'all understand the assignment. We got folks calling at the right times. This is there wonderful. We go. not all going to wait to the last five minutes. Going to head into this commercial break. On the other side, we're going to be talking about uh, Dr. Damas's uh, recommendations for how we travel safely this summer. Much more to come. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Lorie Daniel Favors Show. Here's your host, Lorie Daniel Favors. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to Lorie Daniel Favors on Sirius XM's Urban View, where talk empowers and becomes action. I, I wish y'all could sometimes hear the off-air conversations, <laughs> but <laughs> you probably don't. Dr. Damas, we're going to be traveling, a lot of us, and we want to travel yeah. With our CBD products, give us some of your suggestions. You're an expert in this area, and and we know that a lot of folks rely on you. Uh, so give us your your suggestions for how we can travel safely and ensure that we don't have to to deal with the the law and our our medicinal needs. All right, very cool. So on a quick side note, did you guys know that taking vacation and traveling is actually good for your health? So that's like a thing. Yeah. So there's studies that show like if you take your vacation time, it can decrease your risk of heart attack for up to like 30%. You, you know, I feel so good about putting my out of office message on this morning. Yeah. I'm not even so, going anywhere right now. I just might put it, I'm, I'm out of the office. I'm just taking. So definitely travel and take your vacation time. It's really good for your mental health. Other studies show that it's good for depression, mood, anxiety, burnout, all those things. Definitely vacation. Take that time off. Only about 48% of people use all their vacation time. Oh, yeah. no, that's 48% of Americans. 
because people American. in other countries, they don't Yeah, they're chilling. American sickness, right? Yeah, only about 48% you use that. And so you have all these unused vacation days going by and it's actually detrimental to your health. So getting to the travel situation. So like you said, you don't want to be crossing state lines with something that's legal in one state and illegal in another. It's like transporting white women in the 50s. You can get in trouble. Jack Johnson. <laughs> oh, you found out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> married to a, a woman who you're not legally allowed to marry. And then yeah, you can't cross. Yeah, that's right. You can't cross <laughs> state lines. So it's very important to understand those legalities. You've had a couple of NBA players get caught going from state to state and stuff, right? So nowadays, I always tell anybody, if you're like THC, so let's go with the THC stuff first, right? Which is uh, the things that really get us in the thick of the weeds, again, using that same, but because there's a hodgepodge, like a mishmash, a mix match kind of piecemeal um, rule, set of rules, state to state, you can get confused. Right now, there are about 41 states that have medical marijuana programs. For those who don't know, medical marijuana programs mean that in that state, you can have legal access to THC, high THC consuming products. And unlike hemp, which has low THC, mm. anything above 1% would be considered like high THC. So you can have access to those programs if a doctor qualifies you. And from state to state, there are different conditions, you know, but usually it's like HIV, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma, Parkinson's, you know, chronic pain, cancer, those type of things, neuropathic pain. And then some states say it's up to the discretion of the doctor. Then you have recreational or adult use programs. So you hear both of those terms adult use or recreational. And that means you can just go to the dispensary and purchase. You don't need a doctor's recommendation. So from state to state, you can have this kind of, you know, mixture of laws, but in each state has its own legalities. The important thing for everyone to know is that THC is not federally legal. So when you transport, you go from one legal state to another legal state, you're still breaking federal law, all right? That's really important because you're doing state-to-state -state transport of a federally banned substance, right? So that that's for a, the rule- I, stuff, I hadn't thought of it that way, yeah. but that, that tracks, yes. Yeah, so you have to pay attention to that, right? So the so if I would, as your doctor, my, my best advice I would say to you is if you wanna do the THC thing is, most states have a program, the medical marijuana or recreational, that when you get to your destination, is just to go to the dispensary there and do whatever you have to do, you know, get, go see the doctor or go to the recreational program. Again, there are 41 states that have a medical marijuana program, and there are about 30 that have a recreational program or adult use program. So you can just do that. Now, there are, when you're traveling again, so if you're flying, that's also a different thing, right? So if you're flying, um, there are, if you're going from state to state, again, once you get into federal uh, airspace, so once you go through the checkpoint at the TSA, you're now in federal airspace and now you're illegal. Now there is- you lift off, but you're right. You are in federal yeah. airspace once you cross that security. Point. Yeah, exactly. On 
on the ground, you are in federal yeah. airspace, and that's a whole exactly. Different- so um, there are airports, there are district pieces. Airports are usually run by the municipalities there, right? So like in Miami, the county, Miami-Dade County or whatever runs the airport here. You know, LA, LAX is run by Los Angeles County. And so some of these places have passed ordinances that say, we're not going to bother people. You know, so I think it's happened at LAX and and um, in Vegas and some other places. Denver might be one of those places as well. It says, listen, we're not here for that. We're not looking for that. So we're not going to, you know, bust your chops for that. Right. So that, that's that to, that I have, I have a yeah. question about that, because is that up to the discretion of the TSA agent? I remember someone uh, who will not remain who will remain nameless, uh, but whose name last name rhymes with Bavers. Uh, one of them, <laughs> one of the <laughs> Uh, was informed that if you were traveling, let's say, from LAX to New York, both of which are in states, JFK, both of which are in states that have uh, a state permission for adult use of recreational use, that nobody's checking for you. But if you were to go from like LAX to say Utah or LAX to some place that another jurisdiction that had not uh, created some sort of adult use program, that you would then be subject to search. And I feel like that's just kind of like what they decide to do and that's permissive that's not by any particular rule or any sort correct. Is that correct so you're absolutely correct right so they will decide what they want to prioritize right so you know they can't say listen you know a lot of times people will go one of the things and so this is anecdotally right it's not in the law that they don't really like people to travel with the flower with the actual weed like the, right. you know the weed itself they don't like that, right? So if you're gonna like kind of try to skirt around things, it's better to have extracts, products, and things like that. But that's really up to them. So again, as you're making these kind of decisions, you have to really <laughs> make the calculus on like what is it worth it for me? You know, do I want to take this risk of getting involved in something, or can I just wait till I get to my destination and then go do what I have to do there? Because there are so many options where I am, right? So you're going from California to New York, two legal states, there's no reason. You can go to California, you can go someplace in California, you can go place in New York, no reason for you to like travel with it whatsoever. Um, other than- up on the plane, so- like, Yeah, exactly. So that's number one. But now we go into the CBD part of things. Yes. Now the CBD part of things we would think is really straightforward, except for the fact that there is some confusion between CBD and THC products, and you have to make sure that it's clearly delineated that these are not THC products, right? Because that's where you get into issues. So we mentioned one thing before, which was it has to be labeled that it's from hemp. It's a hemp extract completely, right? Second thing that we mentioned before was that they really do not like you traveling with flour. So you can have, for example, hemp flour that exists. We have pre-rolls, uh, for example. So you can have that, right? But it has to be labeled that this is not a, like a marijuana joint. This is a CBD pre-roll. Because once you get into the marijuana thing, you jump into another legal thing, and then you'd have to go through all, all these hoops. For example, there are- been- level, Aren't you also hoping that the TSA agent who might check you is also educated about this? Yeah, and- exactly. You know, depending on the, the agent you get, you might get your roots of your hair searched. You might not. Yeah, right? You might, they might go up in there and see if you're hiding anything, right? right and so right. if you bought your product, now this is really, really important. If you bought your product from a reputable source, 
even if they like took your product and wanted to bust your chops, they have to test it, right? So you say, hey, it's labeled, I purchased it, yada, yada, yada. And they say, well, I don't believe you. You know, this could be, this is, you might be up to something, some shenanigans. We really want to give you a hard time. They'll take it and they'll go test it. Now you're dependent upon the manufacturer of the product to come through for you because it's in your possession. And so, you know, there've been cases where people have been, like in Texas, there was a case with hemp specifically where they confiscated all this hemp and the person was like, that's CBD. And they took it to the lab that did all that. And they were like, dang, he's right. You know, and the person was like, yeah, I think they had, they had got a nice little settlement from it, right? You know, a couple of grand or something like that. But you got to make sure that your source if your product is ever tested and you got to have something to defend yourself and it's a source that you're like, yeah, I bought it from this place. I know it's tested. I know it's secure. It's somebody that's going to stand behind their thing. The third thing is the type of products that you package with, that you travel with. So gummies, capsules, extracts, those type of things usually look innocuous. They're not going to bother you about that. Again, it's got to be labeled correctly, but those type of things usually look medicinal, like our products. If you look at ours, it's like, it says what it is right on there. And so, you know, the TSA agent would look at it or scan it and be like, ah, you know, who, like what are the chances? It's not really worth, they're looking for arms. They're looking for cocaine. They're looking for meth. They're looking for heroin. Like they're looking for that kind of stuff. Um, uh, large prescription drug cash caches of that you know pills and so like a bottle of cbd or a bottle of gummies are not what they're looking for right it's packed professionally it's sealed if it's not sealed or it's in its container so if you just have those kind of things you won't have any problem whatsoever another thing is vaping and those kind of smokables not really something that you want to do so if you're vaping your products um, you're not allowed to vape on the plane or in the bathroom or anything like that. You could go to the smoking area and lose a couple of years off your life in that room, in that cigarette room if you want. I wouldn't recommend it, right? So I always tell people, you know, to use your tinctures or your edibles, your capsules before you get on the plane. Um, I don't want to give people too much information at once. <laughs> Right. No, I, I think that's really, really, really helpful. And it's, I was talking to a friend of mine who was going to, she was going to have a party and have a hookah bar. And I was like, that's like a hundred cigarettes in each puff. It's like, I'm, I'm going to stay on this side. It's like, I, yeah, I can't I'm, do I'm the a hookah. pretty brave yeah. sister, but I, I you know, and I, I, I'm not, not to say that I've never hookahed. I have, yeah. I have in my in my youth but once i i've just i've and maybe maybe i'm in misinformed but i was told that there's like every time you're you're participating in hookah it's like a hundred cigarettes <laughs> like that one thing and i'm just like okay i don't even know if that's the right number but you that's have, enough to scare yeah. me from it i don't i don't that, want, you so. must be a part-time job in a coal mine <laughs> that's smoking hookah, like makes somebody like listen i'm gonna you can get the black lug for smoking <laughs> Being in that room in the airport, go at your own risk. If that's yeah. what you really have to do. <laughs> now, there's one more segment um, yeah. that we want to talk about. It's international travel. That's oh, also We're going to make important. this one quick. We're going to have to do a whole thing on international. and, and yeah. because, But I, I want to make sure that people do get this as well. What's the skinny on, on how we travel internationally? So internationally, you got to be real, real, really, really, really up on the laws in the countries. So good source is the State Department. They have a list of that. Um, on the blog that we wrote, we have a list of um, 
countries that have legalized THC for CBD, it's really important that you like adhere to that and make sure like this one is on you. You gotta look into this on your own and make sure that it's safe to travel to that country with hemp products because some of these places do not care if it's THC or hemp. You'll wind up in the gulag, <laughs> you know, like Living you can wind it. Yeah. Mean- Hello, she come on. Yeah, no, that's real talk. And you if you're not a, a massive, you know, WNBA player or somebody who is otherwise deemed significantly important to your home nation state, you be left in that gulag thinking yeah. CBD and how that's what got you here for the next 25 years listening to Vladimir Putin or somebody, or somebody <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's a whole that's a beast of a whole other make if in Yes. Mind. Yeah. Dr. Damas, I'm always so grateful for you, brother. You you break it down in a way we can understand. You do enough of the science that we know, like, yeah, that brother got receipts. He's smart. <laughs> <laughs> that brother knows what he's talking about. And then you make it applicable and palatable for all of us. How can people follow you? You mentioned your blog, which I know Shayla's going to tweet out, but what's the website people should go to to follow you to get more information about this? I know we've got folks who have more questions. Unfortunately, we do not have time to take any more calls at this moment. Uh, but what's the best way for people to continue learning from you and connect with your, your clinic? Well, um, so you can go to drdamas.com, D-R-D-A-M-A-S.com. That's the easiest way to buy our products, look at the blog. If you buy anything from the site, drdamas.com, D-R-D-A-M-A-S.com. Put in the code Lurie, L-U-R-I-E. Put some respect on it. It's not Laurie, right? It's not Laurie, it's Lurie. Get it right. You know, So I'm going to have to come see you, son. Now, just <laughs> that's the Brooklyn in me. <laughs> So yeah, anything you get from the site, put in the code Lurie, you get a nice little discount. You can also call us 833-362-3262, 833-362-3262. Actually, you know, that's something that we offer that other companies do not offer. And so, you know, if you have, if you're on a bunch of medications, for example, make sure that we don't have drug, drug interactions or any contraindications. If you have complicated cases and you, and you want to make sure it's safe, you're pregnant, like, you know, seniors. So it's a great service we provide. Any questions, call the office. We're there to answer questions and uh, tune in every two weeks to flower to the people. I love this. I do. This is one of my favorite parts of my, of my journey right here. I love it. I love this segment. <laughs> Dr. Dama, safe travels until we see you again. Be safe, especially coming to, you know, coming up north, traveling across yes. the line. We appreciate you, brother. Talk to you soon.